Welcome to Insufferable, episode six. Liza, have you prepared? Sorry, I just had two very hard swallows. <laughs> I know that I'm going to have to try and edit those out. <laughs> I heard them. Yeah, that was a aggressive swallow. Are you prepped? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, just a little bit of housekeeping. So many things happened this week that we're not going to do a vintage part of the show because like... No time. No time. Why look to the past when there's so much going on in the present, you know? In the moment. I just thought of that right now. First thing, so we always talk about our notes. So we have quite a few notes from the past episode because our family likes to listen to these episodes. And and then And talk shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the first thing, I was chatting with my mare. Love my mare. Hi, my mare. She was just a little bit upset when we were talking about the stalkers that we didn't talk about Harry Styles' stalker. Right. And I had to explain that we recorded it before I even knew that that had happened to him. But right. I just wanted to give it a little bit of airtime. So Harry Styles was dealing with his own stalker situation. Pretty intense. Pretty yeah. intense stalker. Yeah. She's in jail. Initially, the news reports weren't saying exactly what happened. It was just like, oh, he was really shooken up. Then we came to find out that she actually was in his house when him and his girlfriend, Taylor, were in the house. And yeah, she, she made physical contact with his girlfriend. Yeah pushed her into a wall yeah nuts it's just so like as soon as someone crosses the boundary now they're in your home that would be such a creepy like uh, vulnerable feeling you know and then you wouldn't feel safe in that house anymore no like this random girl could get in like what how does that happen I don't know. He's always been pretty willy-nilly with his access to the public. Yeah, it's true. But I bet you he'll be different now. No, for sure. Like, how does one get in the goddamn house? Like, it's just crazy. Do you think that the celebrities don't realize how big of celebrities they are? Like, do you think that he's so humble that he's like, no one's thinking about me right now? Like, I'm just at home. I'm sure his team is well aware of, and any celebrity for that matter, Mm. are aware of specific stalkers that are a problem. Oh, yeah. That they've, like, made contact with or whatever. And honestly, like, those are the ones that you know about. So think about all the ones that... That's what I'm saying. The good ones, you don't know about them. Yeah. Right? Like, the better they are at stalking. Yeah. Unless they get off on, like, making the person scared. I don't know. But I just don't understand how somebody gets, especially if he's there. I can understand, like, maybe I can understand, like, when the celebrity's out of town, there's not as much security on the house or the condo, like, whatever it is. But when they're home, Mm -hmm. like, why do I feel like I would have... Like security outside with like a fucking German Shepherd sitting there. A German Shepherd. The stalker does the old throw a steak trick. (laughs) Like it just blows my mind. So anyways, she's in jail. We will. I'm sure Mamera wants us to mention that. Harry, if you're listening, I promise there's no stalkers at Harry's house at Mamera's place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No cameras, no stalkers. No paparazzi. It's safe. It's just so peaceful. Also, randomly, today is February 1st as we record this. It is Harry's 30th birthday. Happy birthday! So there's that. And then also Mamer had a note that from the previous episode that she agrees with Liza. Taylor Swift needs dancers, but Harry could sing the phone book and sell out stadiums. (laughs) Any opportunity to drop Harry's name again. 
We're just shocked to hear that take from a mayor. I would have never expected that. Let's just highlight that. the I agree with Liza part. Yeah. Just focus on that. She just like does. Yeah. Anyways, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. The mayor is my number one fan. Yeah. Pre's notes about having to give professional athletes money to hospitals and whatnot is socialism. So no, that's what he texted me. Mm. So then I Googled socialism. I figured you would. It's basically like... Everybody's equal. Everybody's equal. Everything belongs to everybody. Yeah, that's not really what I'm saying. Yeah. But anyways, did you have any notes from anybody for last episode? No, everyone tells me it's great. Perfect. Over the week, I have so many things that could be an insufferable situation and just a few of them like my big one that I wanted to talk about was blockbuster and like how there's no blockbuster anymore does that bother you right off the hop I'm like yes I want it back but then when you start to like sit with it there's no way of keeping that in business unless a portion of professional athletes paychecks go to keep <laughs> blockbuster <laughs> to keeping open. blockbusters alive but like why would you go it's so true I get it like times are just changed now but it's so sad to me that I know it's a lost experience experience blockbusters don't exist like do you remember if you wanted to watch something you go there on friday and you hope that it's in oh yeah there's like five copies so like out of the whole city of two hundred thousand people you're like yeah come on be the only ones that want to see bring it on i know and then you go up to the counter and you're like did anybody return one yeah like you're hoping that one got returned and for the really popular movies there would be like a fucking whole wall full of just like the vhs tapes or like the dvds and you're like looking to see if any of them have the actual movie in behind oh my god yeah i forgot about that part yeah they're like stalked behind the case yeah i remember this was not that long ago i think so in 2014 they had 300 blockbusters left but when they were in their prime which was 2004 there were over 9,000 stores of blockbusters So I was in Ottawa in grad school, 2008, I think. And there was a blockbuster across the street from my condo. And that was like my favorite thing to do was go across the street. There was this guy there that worked there who was like, he was the best. He saw every single fucking movie and like he was the best to talk to. It was so enjoyable. And I would get a bag of nibs, a movie and walk across the street. Sometimes you get two and then you do like a double feature. Think about that. No one's ever sitting on Netflix watching two full movies back to back. I know because you didn't put in the time and the commitment and the money. It's not an event. Yeah, I know. It's not an event. It's not special anymore it sucks i know it's just like something you don't even notice people just put stuff on willy-nilly there's no discussion there's no excitement there's no like you know you have a brother and a sister and you're like petitioning like saying like what movie we should get over the other because mom's like we can only get one movie for us and then they get an adult movie oh man I know. Watching movies is not special anymore. It's like you put it on, you just turn it off halfway through. You're like, "Eh, whatever. Whereas like if you rented it and you know that you have to return it now in 48 hours or whatever it is, you're going to watch that fucking movie. Yeah. You made room on your calendar. Like that's the thing that you're doing. Yeah. It's so sad. And I'm trying to live my life more like that now. Like, okay, we're going to sit down. Like when I was at mom's, I watched that whole American Nightmare Mm -hmm. documentary, which we're going to talk about later. But Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm doing this. Like, I'm sitting down and I'm fucking watching something. Yeah, I've like, been doing that a lot lately. It's the, the best. best. It yeah. is the best. So anyways, then fucking Netflix came around in 1997. And at the time, thought it was like the coolest thing ever. But I specifically remember being in Florida, not when I went to school there, but like previously we were on vacation. And remember they had Netflix had like the ATMs. Yeah, at the grocery stores, like past the checkouts or whatever. 
Yeah. yeah. And you'd like the DVD would fall out of it like a yeah. gumball machine. Yeah. Crazy. Anyways, so that sucks. And then just like a couple other like honorable mentions about annoying stuff are like the things that I care about now as a parent, which like you take a step back and you're like, Ray, this is embarrassing for you. Like, okay, I need to know what what are we talking about? here? So for example, um, you know, Milo's in swimming lessons. Yeah. There's this coach that is in the pool all the time and he like works with the kids and whenever Milo doesn't want to get in the pool, he like works his magic. He's like a fucking child whisperer, okay? He's like this young guy. Milo loves him. When he works with Milo, Milo does everything so fucking good. Like starfish out of this world. Like just looking right up at the ceiling, like straight legs. Like he just knows how to coach kids. I guess that's why he's like... And on the back of his thing that he wears in the pool, it says head coach. And I was like, okay. okay, like this guy knows. Like that's why he's the head coach, you know? He's the head coach of the YMCA or wherever you're at. Yeah, not the YMCA. But anyways, <laughs> okay. so I, I was, <laughs> this place offers private lessons. And I was like, you know what? Like, I think it would be really beneficial if Milo could have some private lessons with this guy because he clearly really... Like he listens to him and yeah. So I go to the front desk and I'm like asking about private lessons and like super expensive. But I was like, I'll give it a shot. (laughs) I'll give it a shot. shot. Like it might be worth it, right? It's like a safety thing. So I'm like, oh, does the guy that wears the red jersey, does he do private lessons? And they're like, oh no, he doesn't do private lessons. Like he's like the head coach for the whole Mm -hmm. devastated. Yeah, but I mean, that guy's probably put in his time. I don't think teaching five-year-olds how to swim. He's probably like some ex-national swimmer or something i'm so mad though how old was he like does it look like he's had a swimming career no he's probably like 20 oh maybe he's at his prime and he's like i don't got time for you know i don't know anyways i was just like he's there during the whole lesson Mm. like give me a price bud like how (laughs) much worth what you worth yeah (laughs) and like i hate when things like this happen because i almost want to like pass him a note and be like can you do private lessons like you want to wheel and deal yeah, like a side hustle. I mean, if the if the check's right, I'm sure you could get them. But yeah, luck. I know. Anyways, like the way I was so upset by this information was like, Renee. Yeah, because it was like, you don't have access to this person. <laughs> I can't. It's not an You're option. You're like the fan outside Bieber's house. It's like, can I get a hug? I know. He's like, no, not an option. This is a boundary that we're setting yeah. here at swim school. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck. <sighs> Anyways, so speaking of the thing that you put into the Google Notes, I was looking before you logged on at Modrobes. Yeah, in website. 2022, they came back. You can get Modrobes. Were they non-existent before? Well, like or they just not popular. dropped off. I've never even seen a pair since what 2002. I just want. I need to make a quick note. It comes to mind. So here I am. I'm like Mike. Oh my God, Modrobes are back. Those are the comfiest pant that's ever existed. You can get the warm and fleece, mm. or you can get like just the regular. Well, I don't even know what they're made of. Cotton. Yeah. Anyways, so I'm like telling him. He's like, Oh yeah, I had a pair. I'm like, Oh my God, like what color? Because we had. I had like lime green. You had lime green, yellow, orange, like bright red, light yeah. blue. Like those are the colors that we always saw. Mike goes brown. I've never seen a brown modrobe in my life. Who would ever wear a brown modrobe? That's the worst color you could ever pick for a modrobe. Okay, so that's what Mike had because it went with everything. That's the point of a modrobe was to not go with anything. But to his defense, like in 2002, okay, like that's silly. I would have been like, ew. But today... I feel like today that's... It's a good reintroduction of the Modro if you want to like play it both sides. But if you want to really be a fan and commit, 
you do like the lime green, the hot pink. You have to just like go for it. Mm. I was looking. They even have kids. Yeah. Modrobes. And Milo, all he likes to wear are black pants, but he likes leggings. Like I can't blame him. Yeah, but, but you know what he's going to love is the snap belt. Yeah. Like the belt buckle. He's going to love that on the pants and you'll be able to tighten them. Remember, you could wear like giant modrobes and just like pull the waistband so tight. Yeah, I do actually love them on kids. But see, it says it says what the sizes are for kids medium and kids large. Medium says age seven, large age nine. So is a small like I think I'm going to order the small and see. Yes, do it. What color are you them. getting? What color are you getting? And are you getting fleece or are you getting the normal? Well, I think in kids, they just have... Oh, no, they have other colors. They have red, black, pink. Oh, they have like the khaki color. That's nice. The beige. Ew. But did you know that it's a Canadian company? So Americans listening are going to be like, what the fuck? Okay, wait. Americans didn't... This wasn't a thing in the States? I don't think so. Okay, we need to make sure that this isn't just a Canadian company and they also were successful in the States. I don't think so. It wasn't a thing. Oh my goodness. If you're a 90s kid, made in Canada, bum around, lounge pants that will last about 25 years, get softer every time you wash them. True. That's a fact. Yeah. They feel a little bit crispy when you first get them, but when you wash them, they da 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 Adjustable belt buckle. Okay, I'm going to order a pair. I'm going to order Milo a pair. Okay, but you're getting a pair too? Yeah. I'll, I'll order a pair if you order a pair. Yeah, 100%. And I want okay. one, their toque too. Did you see their toques? Yeah, yeah. So nice. And those little bags. They must be only in Canada. I'm assuming it's a pretty small company. That's crazy they for must how have made popular a killing. that was. Yeah. Ugh, let's bring them back. That's what I say. Yeah. Okay, I'm excited about that. Um, Should we get into some pop culture tings? Yeah. Pop it up. I feel like the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl is like old news now. But like how, how crazy, like write that story for like a movie. What I was reading was that, so they won and then he knew he got his ticket to the Super Bowl. And was it the night before or the night after that she was like, oh, I'm nominated for all these Grammys? No, the Grammy nominations have been out for a long time. Oh, so she already knew that at when he yeah, won yeah, yeah. to go to the Super Bowl? Oh, 100%. Oh, sorry, I thought it was like a one night and then the next night. And like, no, 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 no. That's too Hollywood. But obviously someone fooled me. But the... The, the major thing that I was hoping and praying for was that he would go to the Grammys. Yeah, he's not, right? No. Like, we've What's seen... What's his reason again? Because they're going to the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, I know, but it's one night. I know, but they have, like, a week. They have practice. I think it was on the Saturday, and then Sunday is a travel day. Like, they go to Vegas mm-hmm. or whatever. But, like, just for a few hours, you couldn't just, like, I feel hop like over if to he LA. Went, some Chiefs fans would be... And then, like, the game, the Super Bowl doesn't go well. She Chiefs would be fans blamed. would be... Oh, God. 100%. Yeah. Like, I get it. I'm just like, oh, like, it would have been the coolest thing ever to see him in that kind of venue. You know what would be funny is if they did, like, a full-size cutout so that she can take pictures, like, on the red carpet. Someone needs to do that. So I wonder who she's going to go with. Obviously, she's going to go. Probably bring, like, one of her friends or maybe her mom or something. But, Mm. yeah, she's nominated for a ton. I looked into that Antonoff guy. Yeah, Jack. Yeah. Has he been around for a while? Oh, yeah. Jesus. He's up for a lot. Like, he's got his hands in everything jack antonoff and he is a performer as well american Mm -hmm. singer songwriter but what was was he He wrote songs for the band fun yeah 
I love their songs. He's the lead singer of a rock band called Bleachers. Mm -hmm. Songwriter, record producer for Taylor Swift, the 1975 Lord, Lana Del Rey, Fifth Harmony, Carly Rae Jepsen, Tegan and Sarah. Is it Lana Del Rey or Lana? Lana? I say Lana. I think I say Lana. Oh, yeah, I say Lana. I think everyone says that. Yeah, never mind. That's what it is. Jack Michael Antonoff. Anyways, yeah, so he's crushing. But I'm just like sad that Travis won't be there. But she will definitely be at the Super Bowl. Like there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like it doesn't make sense for her not to go. Yeah. You know? You think she does something special for like everybody that's with her like in the booth or whatever? Like you think she's catering or like doing anything like that to make it like extra? At the games? Yeah. No. No? It's not her thing. It's Travis's box. She could throw like a serious party in the the like suite. food drinks like i wonder if she's just like no because i think the football players do that like it's already like super sweet yeah like travis mm. and um mahomes mm. what's his name what's his first name patrick Patrick Mahomes, they share a suite together. So that's why they're always like Brittany Mahomes and Taylor Swift. Like they're always all in the same box because they mm. share one. Mm. So I'm sure they set it up with everything. Mm. But makes sense. Yeah, her on the field, like I could watch that footage over and over again. And I was just like, so thinking about the security of that, like even just getting her down to the field, like is... Yeah, I don't think about that. So I literally was watching that like, oh my God, I feel like I'm watching a Hilary Duff movie. Oh my God, from... the best. Yeah, yeah, that's what it seems like. I think she was even wearing, was she wearing a Letterman jacket? No. Oh, why did I picture that? Like when I think back to it, like I can just see it. It's just such like a, a scripted like movie High school musical yeah (laughs) it's funny so you know tony romo yes yeah okay so apparently he was on the field and you know michael you know michael jackson okay well i don't know like (laughs) i don't know if you know football players like we're not a football family it's not just a football player like that's like one of the biggest names like if you said to someone like you know michael jordan like oh see i don't I don't connect that with that. Yeah. But anyways, I see that. He was on the field and he went to there's like this video where you can kind of see what's going on and he was saying something to Taylor and they were like talking a little bit and he went to go like give her a hug and the security was like and she was like no, it's okay. Like and they like gave each other a hug, but I was like, "Oh shit, security is on it." Yeah. Uh are you going to have a Super Bowl party? I really like I want to have a Super Bowl party, but I don't want the headache of having a Super Bowl party. We got invited to a sick Super Bowl party. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, chances are we just stay home and Watch play it with on Poppy's toys. Yeah. The thing is, like, the Super Bowl, it always says, like, oh, it starts at this time, but then it's so late. Like, that's what I love about Super Bowl is, like, it's an all-day event. I want to make, like, chili. I want to have snacks and, like, like drinks. and. You know have... what you should do is do the nachos where, like, they lay it all over the table and then pour pots of, like, cheese. Oh, yeah. All over. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be neat. Milo would like that. Again, probably won't do anything, but it's a thought. It's a thought. Whatever. We'll make a Pinterest board. It's fine. Okay. Let's talk about JT's new song. Yeah. Thoughts, comments, concerns. Selfish. Because I listened to it. I think it's like classic JT. It really brings me back. Yeah. So you like it. Well, I mean, I'm not bumping it in my car all the time, but yeah, I like it. Okay. I like you? it too. You're not going to like put it on a playlist or anything? I don't really listen to music. Well, I do. I shouldn't lie. I listen to Taylor Swift, Shawn Mendes, the thong okay. song. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sometimes I put on the Jonas Brothers. I have an actual problem. These last like three days, something's wrong with me where I cannot stop listening to Stick Season. Yeah, I listened to that this morning again. I listen to it about nine times a day. I sing it all day long, the same little chorus part. And I have an obsession. I check his Instagram. I'm like always looking for like, like I'm obsessed with him. Is he active on Instagram? We're talking about, what's his name? Noah Khan? Yeah. yeah. Where did my phone go? Yeah, he's on Instagram. Where is he from? He's from Vermont. Oh, okay. He looks like he's from Vermont. But I thought maybe he would be Canadian. Okay, what were we talking about before? Okay, JT, his song. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. These were my thoughts when I was listening to it. I was like, okay, it's a good song. But when you start listening to songs, and this is going to sound so like song snob. Are you going to? Okay. No, listen. Listen. I know whose name is going to come out of your mouth soon. And it's like. Listen. When you pay attention to lyrics, and I could use Olivia Rodrigo as an example. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Olivia Rodrigo, Ed Sheeran, uh, people who like write their songs and it actually means something in their life Mm. or like, you know, a kind of like a story attached to it. Like, it's just different. Okay. Like it hits different. And when I listen to (laughs) JT's- the girl that's been singing thong song yeah. for the past two weeks. But there's like, a difference. There's a difference. Why? That's a fucking bop and a half. <laughs> this JT song is very like... It's casual. Casual. It's not like I'm going to put it on and Milo's going to be like, play that again. You know? Like, it's just... Okay. It's not winning over the five-year-olds. It's a basic radio song is what I would say. Okay. Agreed. I don't think it's like a chart topper. No. But I was just like excited like, oh, he's like starting to get into the old school JT. You know, you never know now what's going to come out. But the thing is, he's like been married forever. Like you're old. This song is like, I want all of you to me because I'm selfish. And I'm like, who the fuck are you talking about? Like, (laughs) that's what I was thinking when I was listening to it. Like, who wrote this song? Let me just like pull up who wrote that song. I'm sure he had a part in it because I feel like they like all the artists now, you know, put their two cents in and then they get credit. But who wrote it? Songwriters, Justin Timberlake, Amy Allen, Henry Walter, Louis Bell, and Theron Thomas. Like, how many so people does it take to write people, a song? Yeah, that's what I'm... What I know. It? I know. I like when it, you know, it just says Billie Eilish and Finnegan. Finnegan. Right. Which we What's will... What's his name? Finnegan, I think. No, Phineas. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Finnegan. (laughs) I like that name. I like that name. (laughs) I know, me too. But yeah, anyways, I just like was listening to the lyrics and I was just like, what, who, what? Life are you living in? Yeah, like it just doesn't connect for me. And I was just like, um, so let's get into the Grammys then because speaking of Finnegan, the Grammys are on Sunday. I'm very excited to watch the Grammys. I was like super excited, super pumped about watching the Grammys. Yeah. But when I started going through the nominees, Mm -hmm. um, I was like not impressed. I played some of the songs and I was listening to some of the people I didn't know too well. Yeah. Like how in the world? It doesn't make any sense. How did these people get nominated? Like none of it adds up to me. Like it seems such like a random pick. Maybe there wasn't, it wasn't a busy year in music. Like they can only go by what was released in that time frame. So what's the cutoff date? To make it for the Grammys? I don't remember, but let's call it the past year. So like this Noah guy, Noah Khan, is up for new artist of the year. Like his music should be in the other categories winning. But just because he's new, 
he won't get it because it's like prestigious. You know what I mean? You know, when you go, like you go to get a job and they're like, well, you need five years experience to get this job. And you're like, yeah, okay, well, how am I supposed to get it if I can't get the job? That's like what happens at the Grammys. So is that a rule though? If you're considered a new artist, you're not nominated for the other things? Because this dude's like selling out stadiums or like arenas. incroyable. Like I didn't realize how big he is. Me neither. Here I am buying Eat Tonight meat. Okay. So anyways, I go to look for his tickets and they were like 400... $500? $500? I'm yeah. like, what? I thought this guy was still performing in like pubs. Turns out yeah. he's like selling out stadiums. Y- you know why? Because he gives off that vibe. But he had what? Was it like four shows at Scotiabank in Toronto? And they were like almost all sold out. He had to out. add another yeah. one because they were selling out. Yeah. What the hell? Crazy. Like, sold out in London. Who is this? But yeah, that really sucks if that's the case because you would think his songs would be... It just makes me wonder about, like, the politics in the winning of these awards. Oh, my God. A thousand percent. Except when Harry wins, then... It's legit. It's legit. And, yeah. Uh, I just want to make that clear. Highlight. Because that would be our... That would be our note for the next episode. So some of the people that were nominated quite a few times that I don't even know who they are. Oh, this Batiste guy? Okay, Batiste. I looked him up. Not at all who I thought it was. When I saw that name, I thought it was the guy that sings. It's like a really popular, it was on TikTok, the sound. And it's like a really gruffly, like grovelly voice. Hmm. Anyways. That's who I thought it yeah, was. Well, it's not who it disappointment. is. Disappointment. I pulled this guy up. I'm like, I don't understand who he knows or like whose uncle is whose cousin. And that's why he's winning these awards. It doesn't make any sense to me. But like, again, I have yeah. zero musical background, but this is just a solid opinion. <laughs> so record of the year is the song. Everybody involved. So Billie Eilish. What was I made for? Oh, that was not that didn't give it any justice boy genius yeah i looked it up again like no idea how you they get up there i don't know who that is john batiste miley cyrus cool but like i feel like she wasn't like that big like last year was like lizzo beyonce harry styles like it was like a big year jack big year yeah okay olivia rodrigo i really like her songs and her lyrics and stuff but we'll see she's performing at least i think she's probably underrated like she's up there but i don't think she stands a chance at actually taking home the no award. no 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 SZA Taylor Swift oh she's gonna Vic- like it's so annoying she's in every what? category she's obviously walking home with all of them yeah well we'll see how do you not we'll see uh I don't know who Victoria Monet is uh yeah I looked it up too she's like a R&B hip-hop artist so the biggest award so who do you think is gonna get record of the year I wrote down all my predictions oh yeah because I'm prepared okay Record of the year. Billie Eilish should win. Taylor Swift will win. Okay. I just don't understand how you can have this much hoopla about you like Taylor Swift does. And then they're like, no, that wasn't the best. It's pretty much like saying all these fans are silly. Okay. You know? I think Billie Eilish will win record of the year. Oh, you do? Just because Barbie was so big. And I think that was like a powerful song. And I just feel like she's going to win that. Yeah. So like in the category that they decide Taylor Swift isn't going to take it home. I think they'll award Billie Eilish that just to say that Barbie's getting recognized. Yeah. Okay, so album of the year, the big ass one, Taylor, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, yeah. And she should get it because 
I mean, she has multiple hits from that album. All these other people, like, I don't even know. Like, yeah, Flowers was good. Olivia Rodrigo has a couple good songs, but it's not the level of that album. As far as success, yeah, like selling. Song of the year? Okay, so song of the year means, like, songwriters. Uh, And I, my prediction was Antihero. Yeah, I figured. Taylor Swift. That's who I think will get it, but Billie Eilish should get it. She might get that one as well. We'll have like to that see. that song is just... Although I listened to Antihero, it was okay. It was good. If you read into what it's about, like it's of really course. good. Yeah, well, it's called art. Oh, okay. Jonas Brothers. Sometimes I feel like everybody that thong, the thong, is thong, a thong. sexy baby. Okay, best new artist. I mean, <laughs> if it's not Noah Khan, do you know who I think will win? It better be him, or I'm gonna be so mad. I know, but I don't think he's gonna win. Do you want to know who's gonna win? Someone's stupid. This jelly roll guy. Oh my god! If that's the case, I'll be so mad. A thousand percent. There's so much just like media attention and stuff on this guy because of his story that goes with him yeah i guess i want to watch his documentary actually oh my god i feel so bad for noah if that's the case pop vocal album Mm. like i want miley to win something so i put her down for that flowers i I didn't even look at the vocals i looked at the solo performance sorry that's what i meant Mm, okay best pop solo performance i wish doja cat that song is so good. Yeah, I guess. But like, again, it could be Taylor. It could be Miley. Bitch, like, I want I Miley to win. What I said. How is that not? Like, that song makes you feel something. You're like, oh, yeah. Right? Taylor Swift song? Mm. Yeah, but if I you don't look it. into what it means, then you don't feel it. Do you know what I mean? Any song has a meaning to it. Unless it's like the shallow of the shallowest. You know what I mean? No, I know. But I'm saying I I don't think a lot of people listen to her lyrics and understand where they're coming from. No, I think most people do, like her fans. And that's why they, she has so many fans. I think, it, I think the correlation is flipped. <laughs> I think the story is what, what people buy into and they love that. No, I think you and Meme don't understand where a lot of the lyrics come from. Uh, if anybody is doing research on where lyrics come from, it's... Mamere. No, not on Taylor though. You know what else she texted me the other day? What? She was like, geez, like Taylor's had so many boyfriends, like something like that. I was like, excuse me? (laughs) She's slut shaming? (laughs) Her last relationship was six years long. How many fucking girlfriends has Harry Styles had? Let's look into that and compare and contrast. Oh, them's fighting words. Like just because Taylor's a woman in the media and the media blows up every single relationship that she has or guy that she's seen with. Well, that's I don't know why... if the media does that. She writes records and releases them. And no, it's but... the story of her relationships. So. Yeah, that's after the fact. I mean, like, look, when she was hanging out with that Matt Healy guy, it was like this big fucking thing. Oh, yeah. And now look at Travis, this big fuck. It's like always this like hmm, massive why. thing. <laughs> But anyways, okay, so I'm very excited. The Grammys, they don't have, like, Olivia Rodrigo's performing, Billie Eilish is performing. Oh, also, this comes out Monday good. morning, so everyone's listening, being like, we already know who the fuck won. Like, shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah, so our time keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> and just like I mentioned, I was, when I was looking through the nominations for this podcast, that Chris Brown is nominated for R&B yeah. something, which like... Did you listen to the song? I didn't, but I just, I'm like, is he going to show up? Like, is he allowed at the Grammys? Like, I hope. And I hope he's crazy. like dressed to the nines. Oh, yeah. I want to see it. Imagine he performs. Oh, my God. That would be insanity. But that would be unlikely. Amazing. 
because he's canceled. But surprised that he's nominated. No, Anyways. I think, I think people that got canceled, are, they're crawling out of it. I think he's crawling out of it. Yeah, we'll there will be a return. He's very popular in the US, just not in Canada anymore. Because mm-hmm. like when Pre has the radio in the car on the station that's like R&B hip hop, mm-hmm. the Sirius XM station, Chris Brown's on like every fifth song. Yeah, yeah. No, I think he plays on the in the radio stations um, in Toronto. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, just quickly, who do you think has the most Grammys ever? It's a little Ever? bit disappointing. Yeah. And it's somebody that's like current. Adele. No. It's a good Is guess, it Beyonce? Though. Yeah. Oh. I know. Like, I, I was a another one. I just don't get it. It just, it just sucks the whole like value of the award. Like now it's like, who cares if you get a Grammy? Because what is that saying? That a bunch of people just decided they liked your bop? Anyways. Right though? If, if someone's popular, Liza does not like them. Like, let's make that clear. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you just have a panel of these random people, right? That vote. I don't, you know what? I meant to look into how the Grammys are decided on. I read the whole thing and I, that's what the gist I got. Yeah. There's like a set of these like people that just, I guess they're just superior when it comes to music. Anyways, honorable mention for number of Grammys is also Kanye, like a shit ton Mm. because he has them as a performer and also as a producer, Mm. just like racked up. I'm going to bet he doesn't show up to the Grammys. No. I don't know if he got his invite in the mail. <laughs> uh, probably not, which is sad, but anyhow. Um, okay, let's move on to Tom and Tom on the Vile Files. Thoughts, comments, concerns? Once I realized how stoned he was, how like out to left field he was, it was hard to keep watching. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to start from the beginning before okay. Sandoval even showed up. So Sandoval was like 25 minutes late. 45. He just like didn't show up. So Nick was talking to Schwartz on his own for super awkward yes and i was so happy that schwartz actually stood up for himself when nick was like i'm giving you guys an opportunity to like who the fuck are you nick literally and i love nick like i love the way he usually like interviews people and the way he talks and stuff i literally think it was just an awkward moment for him like i'm sure he looks back on that it was like oh yeah like that was that's a weird question and how i phrased that and everything like i'm sure he feels the same way okay he was trying to explain to Schwartz that like he's giving them an opportunity to basically what change the public's opinion about them like Tom and Tom have the same if not bigger platform than way you do. bigger way bigger Nick's got 1.2 million followers on Instagram Schwartz has 1.1 Tom has like almost a million uh Sandoval but like they're on Vanderpump which oh, is yeah. fucking huge it's like the biggest reality tv show there is and you were just a contestant on The Bachelor or something, they, right? Or the they have so many media opportunities. Like, it just bothered me that he was like, kept saying that over and over yeah he's doing them a favor no they're doing you a favor because that was probably your most like watched talked about like every single media outlet is talking about that interview now and like there is a chance though that nick he had he understood all that and he knew that like the more awkward or the more uncomfortable he like made him that his views would just skyrocket i can see that being the case I loved parts of Nick's interview and I hated other parts. Like I found some parts to be very like arrogant and like cringy Mm -hmm. and then other parts to be like, yes. When Sandoval was like, I've learned so much. Nick's like, what? Oh yeah, that's the best. Like what? That was the best, you know? And yeah, Sandoval can't string two fucking sentences together. I would have called him out for that. Neither of them are good at speaking like that. Like they get tongue tied. They can't form their 
their thoughts. They're not coherent. That's just how they They're are. under the influence? Well... Do you think that didn't play a major part in that? No, no, because you see them anytime. Like, they're not good at speaking. Yeah. Like, they're not... They're reality stars. You would think they would be media trained by this point, but they're not. No, because it's those blunders that make them popular. People yeah. don't want to see them put together perfect sentences and give a perfect answer. They want to see them struggle through it. That's the beauty of reality TV. You're yeah. seeing people be real because like that's how people are. And I'm going to edit out this whole conversation so that it sounds like we <laughs> know how to put sentences together. <laughs> exactly. Then the first episode of Vanderpump aired, which I mean, we can get into that too. I thought it was like so boring and pointless. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, like waste the of time. most pointless episode I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And it's very clear that these people don't really hang out anymore. Like mm-hmm. Katie and Ariana have this business. You know, Sheena and Brock live in Marina Del Rey, which is probably like an hour and a half from the valley with traffic. Like it's all these places are not close by. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, on this night, we're going to go film at Tom Tom. And like they have the whole area where they're sitting like sectioned off. Yeah. Which they never used to do that. Like it used to just be like but can you a imagine normal though? show. That's the thing is like you start off because you're filming these regular Joes. Yeah. But then once they get that fame, now you can't ha- do that anymore. Like I people know. would maul them or like try to make it into the camera. And like, like it would just be crazy trying to just film. Then maybe they shouldn't have had it be like an, an open to the public event. If you're going to film, have it be all like friends and people so that it looks like a casual place, but like not like sectioned off where people are just like watching in behind and they're having a fake conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was just so. It's going to be hard for them because it's never going to be like it was before. No. Because now they're celebrities. So they're going to have to, I don't know, reapproach how they do it because they, they don't have the same lifestyles, nothing. They're forcing it, it seems like. Yeah, it just it just didn't work. And then like years ago, they tried to bring on new people to like bring back that vibe. It didn't work. So now those new people are gone again. It, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, it was not good. We'll see what happens. Still still going to watch Moving the next forward. One. Oh, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. <laughs> like, probably going to finish the miss season it. no matter what. So Wouldn't miss it. But the fact that this whole sandoval thing like people need to calm the fuck down like it's like they think he's the worst human that's ever existed and there's like murderers and stuff walking around it blows my mind like the dude cheated on his girlfriend like 50 percent of the rest of the freaking country like i'm sure you know nine thousand people in your life that have done the exact same thing which like yeah it's terrible it sucks but like the way the people have reacted to sandoval and then at the same time reacted in the exact opposite way to Ariana like everybody calm the fuck down like yeah Ariana's boyfriend cheated on her when when uh Schwartz was like oh sorry Ariana queen of all women scorned yeah it's crazy and did you see in the when they say like this season on Vanderpump Rules and Lala screams like something about like yeah ooh, Ariana got cheated on and now like Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. everybody blah 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 because look at what happened to Lala Mm mm-hmm I know. This whole thing just like blew up. It's so ridiculous. Like, ugh. Anyways, I will continue to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will continue to recap. Let's end with our TV chat of American Nightmare, which mm. I watched 
back to back to back. It's only three episodes. And if you haven't, just turn off the episode now and you want to watch it because so many people talk about things on podcasts and they're like, we're not going to spoil it. Don't worry. Like we're spoiling it right now. So it'll be spoiled. Yeah. 100%. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not going to not talk about it because you haven't seen it. So just turn off the podcast if you haven't listened. We're a a very on time pop culture podcast. So yeah, very much so on time. Breaking news. Breaking news. The Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And Taylor is nominated for Grammy. Okay, I want to start by saying I was listening to Giggly Squad and they were talking about this documentary and Hannah was like, it was the perfect documentary. Like it got all wrapped up. Like you just didn't leave any like loose ends. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I was like, are you kidding? I have so many questions. So the whole premise, if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't care, I'm not going to watch it. The whole premise is a couple is sleeping. They're in, it's his house, right? Mm -hmm. They're sleeping. They've been dating for a while. Six months. Six months. Some They wake up to lights shining in their faces and people yelling at them to like get on their stomachs and some laser beams laser beams like they have guns they their faces are obviously totally covered they make her like tie up his arms they kidnap her put her in the trunk of a car they drug them they made them drink nyquil and gave them something else Mm -hmm. just like over-the-counter stuff right no that one was a prescription oh what was it it was a sedative so anyways crazy you're like oh my god puts her in a trunk of a car it's like major media story everybody's like what the hell happened like oh my god this is crazy the guy her her boyfriend obviously gets taken into one of the big pieces is that she got taken at about like 4 35 in the morning he didn't call the police till like two in the afternoon the next day and so that's right. kind of where the documentary starts out is that phone call and then the police responding to find him at the house right and they're like why did you wait you know well we find out why but i'm just saying that put a little suspicion in the cop's head that's like planted that suspect seed and then once they've like interrogated him and found out more and stuff he had an ex-fiance and they still all three of these people work together like there was reason to think that he might be involved or like the ex it's most likely yeah so the crazy thing was that 48 hours after she was kidnapped she was just let go near her parents house like 140 miles away 400 miles 400 miles away I didn't make notes on this documentary, obviously. Like, I'm going on my memory here. So anyways, long story short, the whole media kind of turned it into these people were lying about this kidnapping. So at the time that this happened, the movie Gone Girl with Ben Affleck had been released. And essentially in that movie, if you haven't seen it, the woman tries to set up Ben Affleck, her husband, for murder, leaves like a really crazy crime scene. She disappears. And then like a few days later or whatever the timeline, she shows back up to Ben Affleck's house as like, oh God, I'm such a victim kind of thing. So that was being pumped through the media too. Like, is this a real life gone girl? Like once she showed up and she was to look at her, she looked okay. So in the second episode... It's all from her perspective, Mm -hmm. what happened. And her story aligned with her boyfriend's story. Trigger warning. She got taken to a little house. Anyway, she got raped twice. Trigger warning. Can you edit that so that the trigger warning is before I say that? Thanks. (laughs) It's not funny. Like, we're the worst. 
it's it's not funny but it's funny it's just like you got to think about all these things now you know so anyways the police after she came home they still were on this narrative of like no that's when the narrative started they didn't believe her i guess Mm -hmm. when she was abducted the guy that abducted her told her that the things that she can't say to the police because they knew that the boyfriend had already been in contact with the police so they knew that she was going to get interviewed once they dropped her off and she was still alive and well so he said the only things you can't tell the police is that i was in the military and that we had sex or that you were sexually assaulted and they did that because they had videotaped it and they wanted to use that as like leverage right so in her first interview with police they asked her if she was sexually assaulted and she says no right away because the guy had threatened to kill her or her family if she Mm -hmm. did say that so she held off and then later on in like a third or fourth interview i think that's when she told them that she was sexually assaulted and that's when she had the exam done and everything yeah so all of this was happening through the fbi and the police station in their town where it happened vallejo once you learn more you realize that similar kind of incidents had happened in like a broader area in little towns and Mm. nobody put two and two together and it was still in the media that they made up this whole kidnapping thing and it was sad because the head of the police was holding press conferences saying they're wasting all your taxpaying money they're wasting resources our time like can you believe they did this like really making them be the villains and i think they were worried about like legally they were going to be charged with like lying to police faking a crime yeah yeah so it was like a whole freaking thing and then a similar situation happened to a family they had like a 22 year old daughter in the house and then the dad ended up like chasing them out of the house called the police they came they found stuff they ended up finding who it was they found the goggles that they like blind folded people with anyways like it all comes together and they put this crime in connection with the one that they're saying was fake and find out who was doing everything i just want to make a note that it was a female officer that put it all together that actually like took the time to look into it anyways continue yeah and called the other police uh station called the fbi and they were like trying to just like brush it under the rug and she was like uh it's nuts but the questions that i still have from this documentary are that it was well known when she first got kidnapped he made it known to her that she wasn't the target it was his ex-fiance that was the target and nobody ever brought that up again so like why did he have specific targets and then remember when he said the thing about he was in like an organized crime situation where Mm -hmm. like a black market kidnapping business yeah like people hire him to kidnap other people for ransom for money yeah and it's crazy because he was texting the boyfriend to get money for her to be released but the police took his fucking phone away so nobody knew about that that was another thing that was crazy the the boyfriend when they took him into the police station he told them he's been communicating with me on my phone like i'm expecting him to whatever Mm -hmm. and they just took his phone away so then that's why he ended up letting her go after a few days but they lost contact he said exactly so if they would have followed up with those messages that he was sending the boyfriend they would have been able to ping the cell tower which was in lake tahoe i'm sure they didn't just close the phone up and throw it in the shelf like i'm sure the police were going well through i don't the phone. know because they said they could have pinged the phone oh oh so it was just like they dropped the ball big time i didn't hear the pinging part yeah because the cell tower yeah, that yeah. he was using to text was 
was right near where she was being held. Ooh. Crazy. He's like, here, the kidnapper is going to be texting my phone. The police are like, give us that. Let's put it in this box over here. We better shut it down. <laughs> yeah. Power off. They put it in airplane mode. That's what they said. Oh, yeah. They put yeah, his phone in wild. airplane mode. Like, are you nuts? But the thing Scary. that's messed up. Okay, number one, how did he select his victims? Like, where did this come from? Like, did you guys just not ask him about the organized crime situation and like being ex-military and like this whole underground thing? Did that yeah, just Yeah, I get... would like some closure on that for sure. That, but also the person that was the initial target Mm. The boyfriend's ex-fiance was dating prior the FBI dude. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Nobody brought that up again. And he was the dude that was very involved in the case and just like trying to sweep everything under the rug. Renee, you're like starting to talk about things that are making me scared for our safety. (laughs) It is nuts. No, but it's crazy. So what happened to that whole situation? Like, don't put these things. Don't put these things in your documentary if you don't want people to ask the questions. Yeah, Detective Renee is on it. I'm sure there's some sort of weird connection there. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I don't want to think about it, though, because... So is this... Am I going to get arrested? I mean, you could get swatted at any moment. You remember when my computer just, like, blacked out? Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Like, my computer's just going to shut down. But, like, is the Sessa guy involved in that? She was the target, and he's the one that put the fucking cell phone on airplane mode? Mm, maybe he's been dealing with some bad characters, and they went... They wanted to prove a point to him, and they went to get his girlfriend. Yeah, you never know. There's a lot of bad guys out there. But there's more good. So many questions. Like, I hope they do a follow-up. Did nobody ask this guy? Like, they they could have said... The guy's in jail now, yeah? I know, but they could have said, like, we asked him. Like, we tried to figure out all the questions that you have as the audience. And he wouldn't speak. You could just ask that. You could just say that so that we know that at least you fucking asked. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Oh, poor police. I just feel bad for them. Here you have Renee just sitting at home like, what the hell? They probably have all the answers. <laughs> well, uh, well, again, don't make a fucking documentary about it. I don't then. think the police edited it. Maybe the editors need to maybe put some more clips in there to just explain that those little questions. Okay, so that's my rant. Also, did you see when he broke into that one lady's house and he was like, you should get a dog? No. So he broke into one lady's house, put those like goggles on her, same thing, like the bright lights, like the whole thing was the exact same. And then he was going to assault her in her home and she was like, like, oh, like I've been assaulted before. Like, please don't like, so he didn't. And he just let her go. And he was like, you should really get a dog for your protection. Oh. And I thought about that and I was like, that's like significant. Is it significant? Well, it is. As a person that breaks into other people's houses to assault them, the fact that he was like, you should get a dog because it thwarts off this kind of thing from happening. Yeah. But like, we already know that. I don't think he's a genius or anything. See, I wouldn't have like put two and two together. Oh, even bubbles barking would be enough no one wants to deal with that especially a little ankle biter like that. <laughs> <laughs> no in my mind i was like oh my god we're getting a bigger dog when i was in school for policing that was a that's a real thing and it's they said like it doesn't really matter like the size or yeah just the noise itself is enough for them to not want to bother 
with that house. It's literally like an alarm if you think about it. Mm-hmm. It's like alerting everyone in the house that something... Yeah, something's going on. And then there's the chance that it is a big dog and it'll take you down. I kind of want like a bigger dog. Penny scared away a thief from our house one time and I watched it happen. Guy drops his bike at the end of the driveway, starts walking up the driveway and is testing the door handles on the... I had mom's Lexus at the time. Mm-hmm. Pulling on the door handle stuff. Penny loses her mind. Boston Terrier pug. Little short nose. Runs to the front door and it was just my screen door at the time and she's like... Rah, 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 like losing it. Buddy starts running back to his bike. Gets on his bike but by that time I saw him so I ran out the door. Barefoot I start running <laughs> after this guy down the street. As if you run after him. I don't know what I was gonna do but I was like yelling at him and stuff running down the street barefoot. <laughs> uh, anyways he didn't come back. Like never in my life would I chase someone. I didn't think I would either. It was just like a normal reaction like Penny was pissed off so I was just like oh get him. That's so funny. Also like yeah. such a Canadian thing hearing you tell a story when you're like buddy buddy goes down drops his bike <laughs> <laughs> buddy and then buddy why is that is that Canadian oh my god I'm sure Ooh. like I am so oh, sure funny. one thing I wanted to mention about dance life which I think about all the time yeah is like yeah yeah I know I noticed it too I'm obsessed with that you're gonna start using it you guys need to work really hard today okay yeah yeah like they okay. <laughs> so German Oh, I loved that. Yeah? Oh, yeah? Anywho, okay. It's been a slice. Um, oh, I need that so bad. Lip chap. Do you have the freaking cuts in the side of your mouth? Because mine are like finally... How did you get those? Don't know. That's weird. Spiders. I woke up. <laughs> yeah. I think I woke up in the morning and like yawned really big and it like just cracked the sides of my... That's a big yawn. Lips. Well, I stretch my jaw out every single morning because it's so fucking messed up. Mm. But now I haven't been able to stretch my jaw out in like a week and a half because of these slap cuts. some vaseline on it and then do it it still hurts yeah but it's not gonna get worse it's just gonna be uncomfortable yeah i don't know it feels weird like i don't want to rip it again. your cheeks will not rip open i can promise you yeah i can feel like little cuts <laughs> oh my God. anyways it's been a slice see you next week bye bye